We have four kids, and they're really close in age. Like, all of them are less than two years apart. So, when we go places, people are like, wow, four. <laughs> like, we're from the 50s or something. Maybe we missed the golden generation where, you know, having a family like ours was still cool. Now we're a little weird. And it, it is difficult to raise a family. It's a lot of time and effort and energy that goes into just making sure that they don't destroy each other, let alone go out in public and look like a sane group of people. But you've probably heard me say it before. I really do try to, try to brainwash my kid. Let them know that I tell them this all the time. You guys are going to be best friends. And I tell them that because this world is so hard to live in. We get beat up. It's just a tough place to be. And I try to remind them how lucky they are to have each other. That don't do that to one another. The world's going to do that to you. They're going to knock you down. They're going to make you feel worse than what you should. So you four are going to be best friends. Helping one another. Encouraging one another. Being there for one another. And I, I really do believe that they're going to do that as they grow older. There's so much advantage to it. And now as we're reading through Ephesians, imagine how big the Christian church is. It's huge. And they're not getting along. They have different beliefs. But he's like, hey, listen, the Jews and Gentiles, depending on where they come from, they're like, you guys believe in some things that are different. But we all have Christ as the head. If he is your Lord and Savior, then we are all part of the same body the same church even if we disagree on maybe how we do things or some of the ways you should be living your life we are called to be a part of the body and to encourage it and to lift it up because we have outside forces coming in trying to break us down we don't need to be doing it from the inside out a couple parts that really stand out to me one ephesians chapter 4 i believe it's around verse 10 he says now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Now, listen to this. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. We're all called to live for Christ, to put to death our old self, and to live a life that glorifies God. All throughout scripture, it tells us how we should be living our lives, Ephesians included. But no, there is a big mission at hand. That is to share the gospel and to become more mature in our relationship with Christ. And this small section right here in Ephesians is reminding us that, you know what, that is not the pastor's role. Their help to keep the unity of the church and to help equip us to do the work of the church. It's a reminder to me to not just rely on the pastors to do all the work. Essentially, that's not even their job. Their job is to equip us and to help unify us like I do my children, keep them unified, encouraging one another so that they can live in this tough world that's going to beat them down. May we all be encouraged today to be unified with other believers, 
to build those relationships so that we can encourage one another and to attend a great church where we can grow in our maturity to be equipped to do the work that God has called us to do. For what it's worth, those are my thoughts on Ephesians. Hope you're following along in the Immersed Bible Reading Program. I appreciate you listening in, and as always, I hope that you are making God a priority in your life. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.